Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This role I've been given But I wish someone had to talk to me Like I want to talk to you Naked with Adele is about getting real It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. Welcome to another episode of Naked with Adele, the chat show where we speak to feminine leaders and we help to display traits so women can recognize what feminine leadership is very misunderstood topic if you want to know more about the chat show or you'd like to find more resources please go to www.adele-green.com today i've got a very special guest i'm going to speak to dawn lindberg dawn is a household name in south africa she's best known as theater producer and entertainer with her husband des the popular duo and they've been part of our lives for the past 50 years. Dawn was born right here in South Africa in Durban. She matriculated at Parktown Girls High School and she spent a year in Detroit, Michigan as an AFS scholar. What's that Dawn? <laughs> well hello to your listeners and hello to you Adele. Yes AFS stands for American Field Service. It doesn't mean that um, it was anything military about it but it's a scholarship um, for students from all over the world to spend a year in the States and live with an American family, go to American school and, uh, and experience an American way of life. And I was fortunate enough to to get one of these scholarships so that's, it was wonderful that's awesome thank you for explaining that <laughs> so dawn also has a degree in fine arts from bits and she has a diploma in stage design from salzburg and graphic art from is it urbino italy urbino urbino yes she married des in 1965 and they have two sons joshua who's a corporate theater producer no surprise and adam who's an artist and he has a rap group. <laughs> Des and Dawn formed the first, and this is very important, especially for my international listeners. Des and Dawn formed the first non-racial theatre production company in South Africa in 1973. And for those of you who don't know, that was a hot spot to be in, in our pre-post-apartheid era. And they had a very special production which became world-renowned Godspell. Other productions that they did included The Black Mikado, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, King Africa, and what we're going to talk about today, The Vagina Monologues. They've recorded 24 albums, 6 CDs, and they have their very own digital recording studio. But today I'm sitting in Dawn's Lounge, and it's beautiful, colorful, typical artist. <laughs> There's one more thing about Dawn, and that's probably what makes her a true feminine leader, and that is her directorship. She's the executive director of Naledi Theatre Awards that you founded. Is that right, Dawn? Yes, yes, 12 years ago, to, to honour and recognise and reward excellence in theatre. And that's a wonderful award because recognising skills 
is really really important and in our case we're talking about feminine leadership skills and what's relevant about feminine leadership skills is that we recognize that which is important to us that we come to know as the very thing that can actually put us apart from everybody else and make us unique where we true in our own authenticity dawn also loves the bush and mozart and if you see her you cannot i'm not going to divulge her age but i will say that she can wear a slip right up to her elbows she is absolutely <laughs> gorgeous and she loves jim so <laughs> well, well thank you adele for that lovely fulsome introduction <laughs> so now of course i wish i could see everybody who's going to be listening but they'll just have to listen to our voices <laughs> the new york times described the vagina monologues as probably the most important piece of political theater of the last decade and this play raised over a hundred million dollars to fight the scourge of violence against women. This display of stories about women and vulnerabilities was written by Eve Ensler and has been performed in many languages all over the world. Dawn Lindbergh directed and performed in the Vagina Monologues at the National Festival of Arts in Grahamstown, Pretoria, Cape Town, Bloemfontein and Durban. Please tell the listeners, Dawn, what the play was about and what was your part in it. Okay, well, you've said a lot of things there because, um, you know, why was the vagina model I was considered to be so politically irrelevant and significant? What is it about? Yes, we're going to talk about that. Uh, to raise awareness against the scourge of violence against women is the primary aim. Um, but it isn't a heavy piece. It is, um, it is highly entertaining. What happened was that Eve Ensler t traveled around the world and she must have done about 2,000 interviews with women in many, many countries. And then she selected monologues from different cultures, some of them witty, some of them poignant, some of them angry, uh, some of them even horrifying, but all of them somehow displaying uh, the strength of women, um, but talking about their vaginas. Why? Because people don't use that word and we don't actually refer to our most precious part of our entire bodies, which is the receiver of life and the giver of life that that you know both the seed and the the human come through the vagina uh, and yet it's it is something that has been kept um secret and full filled with shame um for for many many generations forever in fact almost yes the vagina is a very private part of our bodies and no one should touch it unless we give permission um, and of course ourselves but um, and it has been abused that is the part of us that is the most abused which is which is the most extraordinary thing to me um, how any man would touch a woman with violence when we are the nurturers we are the givers of life and we are the givers of love and we are the nurturers of of his progeny of our race of our of our species so it's always it's something i can't come to terms with however uh, violence against women exists all over the world and in particular in south africa and in south africa there is so much abuse against women so much rape even uh, of young children um, that it is it is quite astounding to me and that's why it was important for me to actually do the vagina monologues as widely as possible. Now, what I did was I actually tried to relate the monologues to South Africa. So I introduced 
firstly um, s music because I think that you can't you know it's through music that we express our human spirit especially and women. especially women yes and um, and then I I also kept the South African accent I didn't want to try and pretend to be American you know or, or English and so we kept it we made it real people could relate to South Africa and we toured it around to all these places that, that you said and wherever we went um, people were they laughed they cried they wept um, and what I, but what I did primarily is I used it as a fundraising tool. So I would go to various um, cities, like for example uh, Pretoria and Port Elizabeth, and um, use a group in Port Elizabeth of top businesswomen, some of whom had never been on a stage before, and in Pretoria uh, just celebrities from the world of music and, and, and television and, and stage. And I put together these groups of about 30 women, and um, we dressed everybody beautifully in red and uh, then they each did monologues and we raised hundreds of thousands of rands for for shelters um, for women with their children with um, their children women had been abused so that was um, very important for me because then those women who could now they've done the stories now they've got to know those stories and they will spread the word and tell their friends and their colleagues and their peers and then at the end of each performance, I would stand up and I would firstly read out statistics of rape and um, abuse against women, as much as we have in South Africa. I mean, we don't even, I don't think it, it actually tips the iceberg, but there are, there are thousands of women and girl children and boy children who are raped and abused every single day. And then I would say to the audience, and Eve Ensler did this, she started this, you ask the audience, please, will you rise, stand, if you've ever been abused yourself? And women are nervous, they're scared, they're terrified, they're filled with their shame and their guilt, and they look around nervously, and a few women stand, and then a, a few more stand, and then a few other people stand. And then I say, please, will you stand if you know anyone? who has been abused and the entire audience stands every single time. Every one of us knows somebody who has suffered mental, emotional, physical abuse and, and yet we are still so afraid to speak out. I think this is what Eve Ensler did, this was what was so brilliant about her. She was abused herself as a child. And um, and she's got, oh, what a wonderful woman she is. She has such an energy, and um, and and of course this vagina monologues has gone all over the world, as you know. So it was a part of my uh, my career that that I was really felt privileged to do. Um, but I think I could only do it because of I had the frame of reference as a mature woman. Uh, from my experiences in theatre, my experiences with music, um, you know, and I, I could open women up. I could make them, I could allow them to trust me and to tell their stories. And in rehearsal, we would go around and we'd, we'd ask the women to tell their stories. You know, have you ever looked at your vagina? You know, and and some women have never even seen their own vaginas. Uh, you know, and there was a, there's a whole monologue about um, the vagina workshop. It's called. Where women who've never had an orgasm, for example, go to this workshop. And they have a little blue mat, and they have a little mirror, and uh, and the and the and the instructor gently, you know, tells them to what to do, and helps them to 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 reach uh, an orgasm on their own. It, it is so poignant. It is so 
extraordinary, you know, how much uh, is not known and how ignorant um, people are about um, giving pleasure and enjoying our own bodies. Mm. So that was a wonderful part of my life. As, and I wouldn't mind doing it again because, you know, what I'd like to do is take it more into, into the black areas. Um, and also, I'd love to encourage black women to write their own stories and do a, a really South African vagina monologues with Eve Ensler's permission, of course. So it's amazing. I mean, the, the, the pertinent words here for me that stands out is ignorance, mm. permission to speak, yeah. and the actual experience of understanding liberation and pleasure yes. of yourself and that yes. which is uniquely yours, but it's somehow society and all the things that happen yes. to us doesn't allow us to do it without some form of shame and there's the silence around it. Or religion, Adele, you know, um, the it, religion has caused uh, so much havoc, really, um, in terms of ultra-conservatism and, and um, the taboos that the, the church places on, on people. So you say you, you wouldn't mind doing it again. How would you use the voice of the women in the place? What would you do differently if you did it again? Well, as I say, I, w I would love to to somehow write original, get some original stories about our the South stories. African, our stories about the South African women. You know, in schools, you know very well that there is a huge problem with teenage pregnancies because um, girls just haven't learned how to say no without then just being raped. And uh, boys need to come and see uh, the vagina monologues. Boys need to understand you know, that women need to be respected. How many men attended these places? Well, I would say about a quarter to a third of the audiences were men. Um, and occasionally we had uh, walkouts, but, you know, very occasionally. Mostly there was cheering and... But that's also normal for controversial uh, Of pieces. course, of course, of course. Mm. I'm used to controversy. You yeah, know. especially you. <laughs> in but the old days. what makes you a leader in your own right. Well, you know, Adele, um, I've always been an entrepreneur. And, and when you were talking about um, feminine leaders, what makes really a feminine leader? It, it is somebody who really uh, is not afraid to push the envelope and to stand up and say, um, I want to do this. And I don't care if it's been done before or if I don't have male support, you know, I'm, uh, or if I'm going to succeed. Uh, I want to do it. Believe in yourself and and just do it. And in my field of expertise, which is the theatre, I mean, I was lucky. Of course, I had my, my husband, Des, at my side. <laughs> but we, we fe were fearless in those days. You know, it was the old dark days of apartheid. And, um, and it was dangerous. People didn't seem to think... Nobody seems to remember or acknowledge yeah, that there were a lot of white people who were in the struggle. Yeah. You know, we had our phones tapped, we had death threats, we had um, tires slashed, we, our plays were banned, the Godspell was banned. We were the first to go to the Supreme Court mm -hmm. and fight the banning. And, um, you know, all those things I remember with such pride, you know, because I remember that when we were young, as I say, we just did it. We just did it. There was no television in South Africa. So we bought a caravan and we went on the road and we toured all over to every single little town. No, you guys never exiled and left the country like everybody else. No, I didn't. Uh, we No, we were, we were yeah. proudly South African. We really, really, really were. And anyway, 
You know what? Um, to be absolutely honest, um, you know, in other countries, uh, but like like Europe or or America, where English is spoken, we would have been small fish uh, in a huge pond. Whereas we felt we could make more of a difference here, mm-hmm. you know, in our own country. Um, you know, by speaking out, doing things, yeah. leading. But it's brave to have an opinion that goes against the norm. Oh yes. Do you yes. feel that being an artist gave you special privileges or rights to speak, and you? tolerated? Well, now that's a very interesting um, question because through satire, through satire and humor and laughter and music, one does have permission, if the, if the listeners can see, I'm putting that into parentheses, because when you stand on the stage as an artist, you can speak um, from the heart, from the soul, you can speak um, in, in a better way um, that 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 pours water, you know, over troubled waters, as the great Simon and Garfunkel said. Whereas a politician is is, um, is angry or pontificates or, you know, is, is power hungry and, and not really respected ever. You know, politicians are politicians are politician. We know that. <laughs> but an artist is always somehow sincere. You know, a performer, an actor, a singer, a musician, they, they speak out. Look at Bob Dylan, who really inspired us with his songs, Times They Are Changing. And um, what was the other brilliant ones that he used to write? All all those songs we used to sing. And we always sang protest songs. We wrote songs. Our big hit, The Seagull's Name, was Nelson. Mm. was about Nelson Mandela, of course it was. It it was ostensibly openly about a a, a seagull covered in oil, so he couldn't fly. Um, but with you know, this, a name like Nelson, everybody knew except yes. yay, the SABC didn't know um, that it was about Madiba, who was on Robben Island and couldn't fly. Yeah, finding clever ways to do what needs to be done and yes. say what needs to be heard when nobody else can. Are you secretly fantasizing about another life? I've been to Georgia and California. Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand, not sure I understand, this road I've been given, but I wish someone had a talk. It's choosing to remove the mask and reaching within to bear your soul. Now I see if I wear a mask, I can fool the world, but I cannot fool my heart. It's about women staying true to who they are. Naked with Adele is about getting real. It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. So I let down my guard, drop my defenses down by my clothes. 
learning to fall with no safety net to cushion the blow. Now start those deep, long, overdue conversations with yourself. And once you make up your mind, the journey begins. I've made up my mind, don't need to think it over, if I'm wrong I am right, don't need to look no further. I'm Adele Green, and this empty chair next to me is just for you. Come and join me. Register for your membership free to get this show and many resources at www.adel-green.com or you can tweet her at Naked with Adele.